Happy Friday, everyone. Rachel here over from your Not Your Basic Badass Life Coach podcast in the Badass Academy. I am so excited to talk to you today about beliefs. In fact, hello, friends. I am so excited, over the moon, over the top, stoked. What adjectives are there to give you about today's podcast, which is about how and why to practice believing new things. We are going to talk about what beliefs are, why your beliefs feel true, why they are all made up and changeable and optional, and how to believe something new and practice implementing these belief plans if you are easily distractible, as well as how to choose to believe new things that are useful, even if you're so used to believing old, soggy stories. So if you have an ADHD brain or someone that just, you know, gets easily distracted or someone who has what I call a sticky brain that likes to provide lots of evidence for everything that you want to believe not being true, psst, that's like every human. And the last category, I got you covered. So in the Badass Academy, we talk about all of these things about how to change beliefs and how to implement um, this process that I'm going to teach you because in this episode, I'm going to give you the most intensive rundown in the most simple terms that I can of how to change beliefs in this podcast to summarize. So let's jump into this episode of how and why to believe new things. And first of all, starting with what is a belief? Now, a belief is something simply defined as something that you've practiced over and over and over again until it feels true. Now, if you are like me or like, you know, any human, especially what I notice if you have an ADHD brain, when there is a lack of immediate tangible evidence, sometimes it can be frustrating, especially because, you know, we are super, like super wired to find dopamine, which comes from novelty and newness and oddness and accomplishment and shiny object syndrome. When things aren't working as fast as we'd like them to can be an extra challenge for that reason. So a quick note here on to keep going with your goals when you're not seeing tangible results fast enough, I want you to offer that there is um, this common idea, right? That's like, you just keep going, you just keep focusing and that it's discipline and focus, willpower and determination that get us through everything. And yes, that is true. And also if you are someone that gets easily distracted, please note that there is a podcast episode that you would really love called, um, creation versus process goals that'll really, really help you to see things differently. Because when you measure different results and you measure results that are tangible, you can actually make goals for yourself that will help you to build beliefs in new things instead of waiting until you, you know, make a hundred K to actually believe that you can do it. Focusing on, okay, how can I create, for example, like a plan in which I can just like achieve the goal of, you know, posting once a day or getting one client at a time, or talking to a hundred people, whatever it is, right? It's like changing the goal in and of itself to be a process-based goal also is one of the big things that helps with changing beliefs. Beliefs are things that are passed down to us. They're things that are modeled to us. And they're things that, you know, we learn as children from our parents and our mentors or whatever. And then throughout life, the more we practice it, the more we create evidence that they are true. Because the brain has a um, confirmation bias is what it's called. So when you have a belief, you are more prone, you are more, your brain is like hardwired to scan for evidence to support that belief. So that's why things feel true, even if they don't make any rational sense. 
because the more you practice it, the more you find evidence for it, and emotion is a glue for a belief. So when you practice thinking something, you're going to feel an emotion because thoughts cause feelings. Um, And we know that because every single person in the world is going to have a different experience when I say the word broccoli. Broccoli is just a neutral, super boring fact, and everybody has different thoughts about it, so everybody has different feelings about it. If it was true that broccoli was disgusting, then everybody in the world would be disgusted, feel disgusted when people talked about broccoli, right? Okay, so thoughts cause feelings, and when we feel a certain way, we act a certain way, right? If you're feeling disgusted, you're going to be like, ugh, push the broccoli away and not, you know, engage with it. This is just a really silly example, right? If you are feeling disgusted with a person, it's going to be the same way. You're going to want to like recoil and avoid them and not want to spend any time with them. Okay. So if you are a person that believes Joe Schmo is annoying, whenever Joe Schmo comes around, he's going to say something, he's like make a joke and you'll be like, ugh, Joe, what are you doing? Versus the person that believes that Joe is hilarious is going to laugh at Joe's jokes, right? So the more you practice believing X, Y, or Z, the more you are going to believe it and build evidence for it, right? It's like this train track analogy of, you know, you're building a train track, you lay down one, I don't know what they're called, like train track component piece (laughs) at a time, and the train starts going down that route. Every time you think something, every time you believe the thing, you lay down a new track in the train track. So eventually it's going to become very easy for the brain to just be like, oh, yep, this is true. We're just going to be running on autopilot. So when we try to believe new things, the thing that we have to do first is build another path that's going to get us where we want to go. If you start in California and you're taking a train to Washington, D.C. Just imagine that there are trains for a second, but the only train tracks that are built go to Texas. You're gonna have to build a new train track. If you are trying to prepare for the holiday season and how you want to be eating and you think to yourself, okay, well, every single year I've been super restrictive with myself, so that's just what I'm going to do again. Like, I have to restrict my food intake, which then leads you to feel um, scarce, which might make you want to overeat. Or if you do eat a little bit more, you'll be like, ugh, like, what am I doing? This is gross. And then you'll keep repeating that cycle. If you want to change that, you have to build a new train track, right? So you could try practicing the thought of, you know what? I'm just really going to, you know, eat one thing a day. That sounds really, really fun. And listen to my hunger the other times. It's going to be fine. Drink a lot of water. And if you practice that, you're going to be much more likely to actually, you know, be eating things that feel good for your body. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that beliefs are all made up. Like literally every single thing that you believe about yourself, if you ask yourself, is it true? Like, can you absolutely prove without a shadow of a doubt that it's true? Like, the answer is going to be no every single time. Unless it's like, you know, broccoli is green. But then, even then, you know, some people are colorblind. They have a different experience of green. Okay, so it's all made up. 
And the more you practice a sentence, the more you're going to believe it. And so the key to changing the beliefs is to start thinking new thoughts. Start creating new thoughts, new evidence, new feelings. And that is ultimately how you are going to change your brain. So I am going to offer three tips in just a short second about how to actually change your beliefs and how to, you know, practice believing something new. And I also want to touch on this um, subject of absolute truth versus beliefs, right? So I have a religious background. I believe that there are some things that are very objective and are subject to, you know, different people's perspectives and, you know, life experiences. And then I also have some beliefs that there are universal principles that that are just absolutely true, right? And so if you have a faith background or if you have something that you really hold tight to as something that is absolute truth, what I want to offer there is how I reconcile this belief uh, work with absolute truth is what do I want to choose to believe? And that question is so powerful for me because at the end of the day, there are so many things that we're not going to know are absolute truth or not, right? And if something doesn't serve you to believe it, then you can change it just because it doesn't serve you, right? So I tend to follow along with the belief that the universe has my back, (laughs) that there are forces outside of me, bigger forces that support me, that guide me along, that give me little nudges here and there, And the reason why I believe it is it's fun. It helps me to feel supported and it helps me to feel connected to a higher power that knows a hell of a lot more than I do, right? You may not believe that and that's okay. You don't have to. Um, What I just want to offer is that with all of these things, all of these beliefs is just ask yourself the question, is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true, right? By Byron Katie's um, first two questions of inquiry. And then, is this a useful belief? Do I want to hang on to it? Do I want to allow myself to practice believing something new? Just because it's going to serve me, okay? So, on to the first tip of how to change your beliefs. So, the first tip is to constrain. Focus on a maximum of 10 things that you want to change at a time, right? So say you're working on changing your business beliefs. Maybe right now you have this belief of business is really hard. Money is hard to make. Nobody wants what I have. Those may be three beliefs that you have. And then you're like, you know what? I really don't want to believe that anymore. Okay. So you write down a list of new things that you want to believe. Maybe you decide, I was built for this. This is one that this is a belief that I really love and really love to practice in any every area of my life. I was built for this. I'm a bomb ass coach is another one that I've been practicing. And so you just write down those 10 beliefs and I like to really focus on one area. There are some all purpose beliefs and then there are some that are focused on your big goal. Right. So the all purpose belief is like, I'm built for this. You can use that in any area of your life. You can use it in your work. You can use it in your relationships, in your health and fitness, in your spirituality, you know, whatever it is that you're focusing on learning or growing in. Right. 
Another one that I really love is I am a resilient, badass feelings feeler. This has been my mantra for like two years. (laughs) Whenever I start to feel a difficult emotion, I tune into my body and I tell myself, Rach, you are a resilient, badass feeling feeler with a great butt and an amazing sense of humor. Okay, so that always makes me feel lighter and more confident. And I've practiced that thought probably like a thousand times. So at this point in time, I really do believe it. Okay, so constrain, have 10 beliefs at a time that are focused on your goal. And I recommend constraint in the number of beliefs that you work on at a time because changing your beliefs just takes practice. And the more you practice, the more redirects, the easier it gets. And if you're focusing on trying to believe like 25 new things at a time, you're going to be redirecting each one less often, which means that each one is going to sink in slower, which means you are going to see the results and the feeling and the belief change slower. And the brain just doesn't like to focus on that many things at a time. Even if you are like super ADHD like me and like to focus on a million things at a time, it still really helps to really hone in and give all of your energy to changing those key ones, okay? Because the more often it's reinforced, the easier it gets, the more you believe it, the more you create evidence for it and the less overwhelming it is, okay? Tip number two is to use apps. Apps that help you to review and refresh, right? So think up is one of my favorites because you can write in those thoughts, those beliefs that you're practicing believing, and you can record it in your own voice. You can make different categories. So if you want to have a category for all purpose emotion or all purpose, you know, mantras, affirmations, thoughts, whatever you want to call it, or one for money or one for relationships, you can do that and you can play all of them on a loop at a time or you can chunk them down and you can make your own. I also love this because you've got your 10 beliefs that you're working on, right? And you can create bridge thoughts or bridge beliefs within those to help your brain get used to, okay, maybe I could believe it instead of like jumping from I hate myself to I love myself, which is like "Mm, brain malfunction right? Because it just doesn't feel true if you really don't believe that you are lovable. So introducing in bridge thoughts, like maybe someday I could love myself. Maybe there's something about me that's lovable. Maybe, you know, it's possible that I could be lovable. I can love other people so I can love myself. Somebody loves me so I could love myself, right? So opening up to the possibility, allowing play, possibility, excitement into the process a little bit. And then listening to them in your own voice, I think is so powerful too, because I don't know about you, but when I talk to myself in my head and it's a really loving self-talk, it feels like my actual voice that I speak with. Kind of like how I'm talking to you right now, when I'm talking to myself in a really positive, nurturing and encouraging way, this is what it sounds like. When my brain is on the negative and, you know, in a, in a whatever mood, it kind of sounds like a robot, which I know might sound weird, but that's how I like to think about it. It's just kind of like, Rachel, you're an idiot. You know, you suck at this. You're never going to do it right. Blah, blah, blah. Just like normal things that go on. And I think every human's brains, (laughs) but it, it sounds different. So when you record it in your own voice, it allows you to get in touch with that, um, higher self thinking, if you will. 
Okay. Tip number three is to write down everything that you want to believe, not just the 10 that you're constraining to, and then put a deadline of when you're going to revisit it on the calendar and forget about it. I got this idea from one of my coaches, the amazing, miraculous Simone Soul. And what this does is that it allows your brain to just put it into the motherboard of your system, if you will, and just kind of let it marinate for a little bit. And when you put a deadline, what that signals to your brain is that this is important. We're going to come back to it. So pay attention. And then the fourth tip is to make a spreadsheet of your beliefs, right? So you write down those 10 beliefs. You can do it in Google Drive. You can do it in Excel. I like to do it in Google Drive because then I can do it on my phone as well as on my computer. So I have four columns in this spreadsheet. What is the belief? On a scale of one to 10, how much do I believe it? Why would it be useful to believe? And what evidence do I have that it's true? Okay, I guess there's five columns. And then the fifth one is what is my plan to create more? Okay, what is the belief? One to 10, how much do I believe it? Why would it be useful to believe it? What evidence do I have? And how am I going to create more? Okay, so in the morning I go through and I review these three to four times a week and I do it in the mornings and I just go through what is my belief here today? Okay, is it at a three? And you know, what evidence do I have? Like if I really did believe it at a 10, what would I believing as, be believing as well? So if the belief is I was built for this, you know, if, if the belief is that at a six for one day, for example, what would I need to believe to make it a 10 and why would it serve me? Like if it served me, I would be certain as hell in like everything that I did. I would be super resilient. I wouldn't make big drama out of everything. I would handle things super quickly. I would make decisions. I would move on, right? And if I believe this at a 10, I would be believing that I can figure anything out. I'm super smart. I'm super resourceful. This is my calling. The people around me are here for me. Everything in life is working for me, right? So just doing a really positive thought brainstorm to help you build that belief. So you want to do that three or four times a week. You don't have to do every single one every single time, but you do want to make sure that you're touching on each one at least twice a week, okay? And then the fifth tip is to practice the associated emotion when you choose your belief, right? So I am built for this, creates certainty in my body. So I want to practice feeling certain, I like to ask myself, if certainty could dance, how would it move? If certainty had a body, what would it look like? I like to meditate to it. Once I get that feeling into my body, I like to breathe into it. I like to ground into it. This is what certain feels like. Drumming up that emotion in your body so that your body becomes more familiar with the process of feeling that way. And when you start feeling that way, you need to take action from that place. Take action from certainty because when you do that, it builds evidence of the belief. Okay. Tip number six finally is to have fun. You guys know me. If it's not fun, then I just, I just can't. Right. So when you create deadlines for the beliefs, that helps it to be a little bit more fun for me because it gives my brain an objective. It helps me constrain. 
I'm focusing on those beliefs. I am super goal oriented. When I achieve a goal, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's why I love CrossFit so much because I do the thing and it's like, yes, I did something amazing. Now, that being said, like you don't always meet the belief deadline, right? So if you are practicing believing something and you're like, okay, three months down the line, that's my estimate of, you know, how long I think it's going to take and you maybe you'll believe it sooner. Maybe you won't, but it's not a huge deal. Like don't beat up on yourself if it doesn't work. That's not the point. This is supposed to be fun, right? Dance with your beliefs, play with your beliefs. Um, and then find random supporting evidence just to make it more playful, right? So if you want to believe that, you know, there's the perfect guy for you out there and you're walking down the street and this really cute guy like kind of like checks you out or something like that. You could be like, oh, look, that's evidence of the belief that there's like this amazing, sexy hunk out there for me that's paying attention. It sounds a little bit crazy. I know. But how often do we walk around fighting evidence for negative beliefs that have nothing to do with it? Right. So why not be delusional in a positive sense, in a way that serves you and that feels good. And this is the paradoxical thing, right? Too, is that you can choose to believe something just because it's useful. It doesn't have to be true because like I said, it's all made up. Grappling with beliefs and this cognitive dissonance and unwinding negative self-talk is a process. And the paradox is that you can exercise the muscle of just believing choosing what the belief is and like, yep, it's done. I'm releasing it. And you can do that. It's a muscle. You practice it. And the more you practice just being like, you know what? Yep. I'm gonna just believe this. Then the better you get at it. And because it's one of those things too, that I've been working on with my coach is like looking at the belief. How is it serving me? What's the result it's creating? And then just like, like, boom, I just imagine it's like blowing up the energy of the belief that I don't want to have anymore. Sometimes you can look at the underlying beliefs and unwind them, untangle it a little bit, detach from them. But sometimes it's just like, why are you choosing to believe this? Because you haven't committed to believing this yet, which absolutely blew my mind and will forever be something that changes my life. All right, friends. So I will talk with you next week. Yes, there will be a podcast coming out every single week, even through the holidays. I'm planning ahead and riding this high because like I said, things are going pretty good for me right now. Even though like on Monday I had a huge ugly cry and I'm on my period and it's like terrible, but at the same time, good ideas can still come like even when you're in the shit shit storm, right? All right, friends, that is a wrap. Love you all and have a wonderful rest of your week. like what you heard here today, I would love to invite you to check out the Badass Academy. It's my monthly membership coaching experience where we take everything you're learning here up to the next level. We badassify it. We study it. We apply it in all different areas of our life. So go check out thebadassacademy.com and join me there. Talk to you soon. Bye.